the Bible Study Podcast, episode 816. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Psalms with Psalm 76. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. It sounds a little strange to say I'm continuing a study when I haven't been doing this study for years, but we've done a study before on the first 75 of the 150 Psalms that are in the book of Psalms. I'm planning on continuing that study now, probably for about half a year or about 25 Psalms, but we'll see how it goes. Some of these are going to be covering multiple Psalms in one week, and so maybe I'll do a little more than that. I eventually want to finish the book of Psalms, but I'm not sure I want to do 75 Psalms in a row. But let's see how it goes. Psalm 76, for the director of music with stringed instruments, a Psalm of Asaph, a song. God is renowned in Judah. In Israel, his name is great. His tent is in Selam, his dwelling place in Zion. There he broke the flashing arrows, the shields and the swords, the weapons of war. You are radiant with light, more majestic than mountains rich with game. The valiant lie plundered, they sleep their last sleep. Not one of the warriors can lift his hands at your rebuke, God of Jacob. Both horse and chariot lie still. It is you alone who are to be feared. Who can stand before you when you are angry? From heaven you pronounced judgment, and the land feared and was quiet. When you, God, rose up to judge, to save all the afflicted of the land, surely your wrath against mankind brings you praise, and the survivors of your wrath are restrained. Make vows to the Lord your God and fulfill them. Let all the neighboring lands bring gifts to the one to be feared. He breaks the spirit of rulers he is feared by the kings of the earth. So, as we said in the beginning of this, the instructions for this is, this is a song. This is a song written by Asaph. We often, but don't always, know who wrote which particular song. And Psalms would have been the ancient prayer book, or the ancient song book, rather, uh, or hymnal of the Jewish people. And this was a song. And one of the things that I found interesting when studying Psalms, especially when I was still doing uh, the ministry inside Juvenile Hall, is the Psalms are very emotional. They are not just a narrative, and they are a poetic version quite often, although we don't get rhymes and meters and things like that as it's been translated into English. But they were meant to be sung, and, and so they are that form of literature. And because of that, they're quite emotive. And if you think about the songs that you listen to, whether that be the, the country western music songs or rock songs or classical songs, the, the music that we listen to tends to be emotive. It tends to make you your highs higher or your lows lower, right? If you're singing the blues, then we we know what kind of mood you're in. 
you know, if you, the the old joke, if you play a country western song backwards, what do you get? You get your house back, you get your car back, you get your wife back, you get your job back. So that form of music tends to be associated quite often, although not always, obviously, with with loss. And obviously, many pop songs are associated with love. Now, the Psalms are these songs, but they tend to be associated with the relationship of God and his people because they're hymns. And so whenever we look at this, I think it's helpful to say, what kind of mood is the songwriter, the psalm writer, intending to communicate? Are things going well or are things going poorly? Who would need to hear this kind of song? And so we go back to the beginning here and we get praise. And praise is one of the reasons why I actually wanted to spend some time studying the Psalms because praise is something that I can still learn to do. I'm good at thanking God and remembering that God is great and thanking him for the things that he has given. But it's hard to remember to to do that praise, to spend time praising the Lord. And we will see a lot of that in Psalms, especially in the second half of the book, especially in the last sixth of the book or so, uh, which I don't think we'll get to this time we're studying Psalms, but we'll get to it eventually. So God has renowned in Judah. In Israel, his name is great. His tent is in Salam, his dwelling place in Zion. There he broke the flashing arrows, the shields and the swords, the weapons of war. And so we're seeing that the God who this particular psalmist is talking about, or the characteristics of our God that this psalmist is talking about, is God's power. His power over those who are coming with arrows and shields and swords and weapons of war. And if you think about the tiny nation of Judah that has enemies quite often all around it, you can see why remembering that power of God is important. You are radiant with light, more majestic than mountains rich with game. I thought that was interesting. Uh, As I go up to the mountains and I take pictures of them and I think of them as being majestic, I don't think about their game being the majestic part of that. But then again, when I want food, I just go to the grocery store and buy it. And so if you're people who are a pastoral people, a people who are doing some hunting still, then that is an even more beautiful thing. Even more beautiful thing than the mountains are mountains filled with game. The valiant lie plundered. They sleep their last sleep. Not one of the warriors can lift his hands at your rebuke, God of Jacob, both horse and chariot lie still. And so God has stepped into the situation that the psalmist is talking about and has defeated the enemy, totally defeated the enemy. And so who needs to hear this sort of message? Well, clearly someone who is downtrodden, someone who needs hope, someone who feels attacked. Those are the kinds of people who need to hear this sort of message from the psalmist. It is you alone who are to be feared, who can stand before you when you are angry. From heaven you pronounced judgment, and the land feared and was quiet. When you, God, rose up to judge, to save all the afflicted of the land, surely your wrath against mankind brings you praise, and the survivors of your wrath are restrained. Now, he's the psalmist here, Asaph, is saying that only God needs to be feared. 
and that all of those other things that we see that we are afraid of, those people who are coming in, in the case of Judah, to conquer them, those people who have enslaved them, don't need to be feared because God is on their side. And who can stand before you when you're angry? And the answer is no one. From heaven you pronounced your judgment. The land feared and was quiet. You rose up to judge to save all the afflicted. Surely your wrath against mankind brings you praise. So even the people who don't know you can see your might. Even the people who don't know you can see your power and praise you. And the survivors are restrained. What that says is those around us who see that God is fighting for us will think twice before they attack us. And so they are restrained. They are kept in check by this fear of the Lord. Make vows to the Lord your God and fulfill them. Let all the neighboring lands bring gifts to the one to be feared. He breaks the spirit of, the, of rulers. He is feared by the kings of the earth. And so this is a psalm of praise for the power and might of God. And when would it be necessary for us to remember this? Well, it might not be because, you know, if, if you're living in some place like Ukraine, maybe the, you, would, you would think about invaders and you would think about this psalm and you would, you would think about a God who could save you in that way. Or if you're facing, you know, cancer or if you're facing some other illness or whatever, maybe you would think about a God who can heal, but you would think about the power of God and call in the name of the God who is feared by the kings of the earth. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. Before you get too tired of listening to this voice that I brought back with a cold from my recent travels to Greece, if you want to hear more about that, you have to go to the Amateur Traveler Podcast where I talk about travel and not about the Bible. But if you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Ted, what do you want to do today? Well, Ashley, I've always got uh, work to do, naps to take, but I have a better idea. How about we invite everyone to listen to the Team Us podcast? I love that idea. Let's do it right now. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater, and we'd love for you to join us as we talk about teamwork in marriage. We share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. To listen, go to lifeaudio.com and search for Team Us.